0: Welcome to the Switch Leader Podcast, where we decide today, the leader we will be tomorrow. Well, hello and welcome to this week of the Switch Leader Podcast. My name is Caitlin Caffrey, and I am so excited to be here and talk about our very first series and the very first week of that series and how you can win that first week of the very first series of this new semester. And I'm here with James Meehan. James, how are you doing?
1: Hello. I am doing very, 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 very well.
0: Amazing. Is that what the word dandy means?
1: Uh, It is. Yeah, that's a callback to last episode. If you haven't watched that, you probably should because we gave an entire overview of the semester, five big ideas on how you can be effective and faithful this fall. Mm -hmm. So, you know, go back to that. Good callback. Well done, Caitlin.
0: Thanks. uh, speaking of that, we're going to just dive a little deeper into that first series that we talked about and even even zoom in some more to look at the very first week of this series. But let's start off with a series overview. Series number one, Dangerously Influential. What's that going to be like?
1: Yep. So we are kicking off the fall semester of Switch on August the 9th. So if you're listening to this in real time, that's like one or two days away. So (laughs) hopefully you know that. Hopefully this is not the first time you're hearing that. But on August the 9th, we're kicking off our series, Dangerously Influential, How to Make Friends and Change the World. Because we want our students to be dangerous to the enemy. We want them to be empowered by the Spirit of God. And we want them to actually be mobilized to bring good news to the world. And what we know is that God's primary strategy for changing the world is a group of friends following Jesus together. It's the church. Because after everything Jesus said and did, after his three years of ministry, after his death on the cross and resurrection from the dead, the thing he left behind was a group of 120 believers huddled together in the city of Jerusalem. Then not long after that, on the day of Pentecost, Peter, one of Jesus' closest dudes, like the number two guy, preaches one of the greatest sermons of all time. 3,000 people give their lives to Christ and the church as we know it is born. And then from that point on, the church of Jesus Christ has continued to grow, expand, and take ground for the kingdom of God. And so what we want our students to understand is that when it comes to following Jesus, this is never something we're meant to do alone. We're supposed to do it alongside one another as members of God's church. So that's why in week one of the series, we're kicking things off by talking about how to make friends. We're gonna look at how Jesus identified his friends and brought them onto his team. Week two, we're going to talk about how to build and strengthen our friendships. Week three, we're going to learn how to be vulnerable because that's a word that gets thrown out a lot, but very few people actually know how to do it. And then in the fourth and final week of the series, we're going to bring it all together to talk to our students about how they can go into their school year and change the world.
0: Yeah. I am ridiculously excited for this series and to zoom in a little bit more for week one so that you guys can be ready. We are kicking this entire series off with an analysis of what Jesus left behind when he finished his assignment on earth, that group of 120 believers. And what is so beautiful is we watch this group of friends become a family. And then that family becomes what we know as the church today and that group of people is what changed the world so the big idea that we're going to talk about is how your friendships have the power to make or break your future and we want to get really practical and actually teach our students how to make friends like jesus made friends so we're actually going to teach them five principles for making friends because that's what we do we don't just do prescriptions we teach principles Um, so (laughs) number one thing we're going to teach them is seek them out. Don't freak them out. Number two, we're going to tell them to take it slow, to let it grow. Number three, we're going to teach them to look for friends that have common purpose instead of just common interests. And then number four, we're going to care more about being interested in them than being interesting. And number five, we're going to stick it out not just cut them out when things get hard. And what I love about each and every one of those principles is we can trace them to exactly that's how Jesus showed up as a friend um, in the lives of his disciples, in the lives of this group of people that he left behind. And so we're going to learn from Jesus how to make friends. And I think that that is going to change our friendships for the better. So that is where we're going for week one, learning how to make friends. James, what are a couple of ways that we can win week one and show up ready to go?
1: Yeah, I mean, I would say, first of all, like, I'm stoked as a small group leader because this subject, how to make friends and change the world, is something that our students are all hungry for. And so, like, I think this is going to just set up some really, really great small group conversations, especially coming back into the semester for those that maybe got a little bit disconnected over the break, or maybe for those students who are going to show up to switch for the very first time in August. This is going to be a really, really great way to strengthen those small group relationships that I think is going to set us all up for more fruitful conversations moving forward. And so a couple of things that I'm thinking about as what will I do to make sure that I have the right mindset and the right approach on night one. The first thing is I am going to remember to take time to catch up because (laughs) for some of the guys that are going to be here, I haven't seen them in a while, right? I haven't heard from them. And so I just want to take time intentionally at the beginning of our small group to ask them about their summer, about what God's been showing them, about the different experiences they want to share with other people, because that's a really important thing to model for them that Switch is absolutely a place where we're going to grow closer to Jesus together. And it's a place where we're going to talk about life and the things that we're excited about. And so I want to set the tone of being relational off the bat. So I'm going to take some time to catch up right off the top.
0: Yeah, that's so good. You just mentioned uh, also setting the tone, which is something that I'm really excited to get to do because I was a senior girl small group leader last year. And my Girls are all graduated now.
1: Wow. (laughs) And so I'm
0: starting back over.
1: (laughs) Come on. I'm going
0: back down to sixth grade. So I get the incredible opportunity to set the tone for the entire year of what our small group is going to be like. And to get really practical, I'm going to start asking my new sixth grade girls what they want from a small group. What are they looking for? Do they want a small group that... Uh, really cares about each other? Okay, great. How are we going to make that happen? Do we want a small group where we have deep conversations? Okay, great. Let's make that happen. Do we want a small group where we like focus really hard for 15 minutes and we play games for 15 minutes? Okay, great. <laughs> How are we going to make that happen? And I just have the opportunity to uh, allow my girls and to set the tone of creating our group culture from the ground up, starting with this first night. And that is something I am really excited about. And I'm excited to get to ask them what they want from a group. Because if I can get their ownership on that first night, they will be continue to be bought in as we move forward. So that's definitely something that I'm thinking about. James, any other ways to win?
1: Yeah, I mean, what I would say is I just want to kind of add on to that. So my group, we will have been together for what is it two full years now, we're going into year number three. So I started with them. Their first night is sixth graders. We will, there are all going to be eighth graders this fall. And so even that, even what you just said about setting the tone on that first night is something that I'm also thinking about doing, even though I Mm -hmm. have an existing and established group. Because the truth is, is that there are some things in my small group in the past that haven't actually been um, the way that I, or even some of my guys would like them to be. Mm. One of the things that we say at Life Church is that vision leaks and culture drifts. It's so like over yeah. time, the vision that people were so fired up about at the beginning begins to leak a little bit and some of the excitement goes away and and culture actually drifts. So like, you don't accidentally have an incredible small group. It right. takes intentional and consistent work to keep you moving in the right direction. And so what I look at this first night as is a really good reset of coming back to the basics of what kind of group we're going to be. Because all those questions that you walked through, Caitlin, are the same questions that I asked my guys night one as brand new sixth graders at Switch. And they're probably questions that I am now going to steal from you to ask them on night one as eighth graders. Because those same questions and that same idea, I think is really important to just remind them and prompt them on who do we really want to be? Like we're about to finish out our time as middle schoolers we're about to go into high school so how do we want to make the most of this last year as middle schoolers how do we want to prepare ourselves for what's to come like are we actually growing into the young men of god that we're meant to be and so i think that idea of setting the tone applies to brand new groups and also existing groups which brings me to the next idea that i have for you so we talked about taking time to catch up we talked about setting the tone the other thing i would encourage you to do is to expect new people expect mm-hmm new people. like Be on the lookout for those students that are going to show up for the first time to switch on this night because it's the beginning of a new semester. It's one of the easiest time for new people to show up because they know they're getting in right at the beginning. They're going to show up though at the beginning with no idea what to do or what to expect. And so you should be expecting them and then helping them figure out where to go throughout the night. Like My head is on a swivel during that pre-experience time looking for those students who look like they have no idea what's going on. And what I (laughs) want to try to do is intentionally come alongside them and help them find a friend right at the beginning of the night. And that friend might be a student or it could be a leader. I just want to make sure that from the beginning of the night onward, they have somebody there with them every single step of the way. So I would encourage you, yes, take time to catch up. Yes, set the tone. Also expect new people because I guarantee you They'll be there.
0: Yeah, that's great. I think the only thing that I would uh, say in addition, or to kind of sum it all up, is expect new students and expect new leaders. That's good. And uh, and this whole series is about how to make friends and change the world. And this is a mission that we get to do. Uh, we get to teach our students how to participate in, but it's also a mission that we're called to as leaders. So I don't think we can lead people somewhere that we aren't actually going. So what would it look like for you with your community group of leaders to welcome in those new people, to be interested in them, to, I don't know, make friends with them (laughs) and then start changing the world together. So my thought would be, as you're looking for new students, also pay attention and look, look for those new leaders and bring them into this community, into this family that we get to be part of at Switch. James, any concluding thoughts for week one of the semester?
1: Yeah, I think just to close things out, I'm really, really excited for what's going to happen this year. I think it's going to be really special. And I know that getting to be a part of crafting the content and helping provide leadership and direction to our youth pastors is awesome. And also getting to be a small group leader on the front lines alongside you is also really, really special. And so, what we get to be a part of is amazing because we are doing what Jesus told us to do. Yeah, like on. We are fulfilling the great commission together. At the end of his life, before he ascends into heaven, at the end of Matthew's gospel, the last words we get from Jesus are this. Go and make disciples of all nations. Baptize them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, and teach them to obey everything I have commanded you. For I'm with you always to the very end of the age. So the thing that Jesus left his church with was this mission, this Mm -hmm. endeavor that we are meant to do together, to make disciples, to lead people to become fully devoted followers of Christ. I'm just so glad that I get to be a part of a church that makes that so easy because it Mm. literally is me showing up to Switch, (laughs) serving alongside my friends, and changing the world together one student at a time. Yeah, Because the future of our world is showing up every single Wednesday night. What's on. amazing is that we believe so strongly they're not just the leaders of tomorrow. They're actually the leaders of today. And so when we show up week in and week out, we are actually helping them become who God's created them to be now, not just in the future, so they can start changing their school, their city, their family, their friend groups now, not just in the future. And so I hope you're as excited as we are, and I hope that you are ready and prayed up for an amazing semester of working together to change the world, following Jesus's lead every step of the way.
0: Mm, come the heck on. I am so excited. Man, I, let's, let's go do the thing. Friends, that's where I'm going to end it. Let's go do the thing. Let's go be dangerously influential and teach our students how to do the same. Thanks for listening to the Switch Leader podcast where we decide today, the leader that we're going to be tomorrow.